we believe in the father and we believe in the son in the holy ghost heavenly father we lift up our hands and we extend them high towards heaven and we lift our voices towards you oh god may it lord that you not enclose your ears to hearken unto us as we pray we are in a position father where we desire your mercies upon this land upon the continent of africa at large upon europe upon asia and upon the americas may you break forth your spirit in the same manner your spirit moved in the beginning hovering upon the face of the deep and may the same spirit bring restoration in our time restore us for we are feeble and weary and weak father let it be father that you stretch your healing hand and heal us heal us set your nations free we pray in jesus mighty name i'd like to welcome all of you who are joining to partake with us in this important easter program there are times whereby us as men of god have been focusing much on teaching the world and dealing with many issues especially on the lines of comforts i'm talking about a situation whereby the church was taught on how to access the blessings of god in this material order trust me this is very good but this tendency has led most of us to forget the real calling behind each and every ministerial gift which is to get the bride or rather the church prepared for the coming of the groom i'm talking about the coming of the christ we as shepherds are custodians and our duty is to keep for him while he is absent the church and i remember last time ministering about the secrets of this season and trying the best i could to differentiate between what is called a persecution and a tribulation Many Christians have been persecuted before and they can easily relate and understand that the afflictions when you are being persecuted they are targeted on you or they are more centered on a group but when we are talking about a tribulation ladies and gentlemen this one it comes on a broader scale it comes on a bigger magnitude and the tendency is has got nothing to do with screening or selectively targeting an individual or a group but tribulations when they come they are indiscriminate they are not to do with any selection and when you look into 
these i'm talking about tribulations these they relate and when you read into them they can easily help you to understand what are called the signs of the times tribulations are in fact a prophetic pointer and their magnitude and frequency can help us to understand and comprehend what is called the hour of the Lord's coming when you take a woman who is pregnant as an example the moment she enters into labor she begins to experience serious labor pains and contractions they begin to happen and the more the contractions will be the more the pain and it will be also the easier it is to understand that the baby's hour to come is also at hand the bible says in the book of mark chapter 13 verse 14 but when you shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by daniel the prophet standing where it ought not let him that read it understand then let them that be in judea flee to the mountains and let him that is on the house top not go down into the house neither enter therein to take anything of his house the abomination of desolation that is being spoken of in this context must be understood the word of god is talking about what is called the evil men we are talking about the antichrist already when we are talking about the antichrist you can tell with the signs and all this activity around you that already he is at work and making moves in our time and the bible says in the book of mark chapter 13 verse 19 for in those days shall be affliction such as was not from the beginning of the creation which god created and to this time neither shall be of interest is verse 20 of the same book of mark chapter 13 which says and except that the lord had shortened those days no flesh should be saved but for the elect whom he had chosen he had shortened the days in such days i'm talking about the days of tribulation you can easily understand that the words that were spoken by the lord jesus as a parable when he was talking actually the parable of the sower and when you look into it there was actually a portion of seed that fell on the wayside and also a portion of seed that fell also on stony ground and in such a time like a time of tribulation then those who received the word of god and it fell on stony grounds 
cannot be any different than that seed which fell also on the roadside and was consumed by the fowl of the earth in the sense that both cases and scenarios the individuals concerned will lose their faith as the principle of exchange stipulates according to the words of Jesus Christ we look into the word of God from the book of Matthew chapter 18 verse 12 the Bible says for whosoever hath to him shall be given and he shall have more abundance but whosoever hath not from him shall be taken away even that he hath so as a principle the more word that you have and when the time comes for the coming of the Christ to take his church away from the tribulation is also the more that you can receive from him but the lesser that you have is also the most likely for you to lose that little that you also had so a question that you must ask yourself for your preparation is what do I have in terms of the substance of the word of God in your spirit? What do I have in terms of the faith in your life? Remember, faith can be quantified. That's why Jesus at certain stages would say to his disciples, you of little faith. And at times you'd say, if you have faith as little as a master seed, you can say to this mountain, so faith can be quantified. So the question is, how much do you have in terms of the measure of the word of God in your life, which can easily also equate to your measure of faith? The Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 14 verse 22, confirming the source of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in faith that we must through tribulation enter into the kingdom of God. I have heard many people asking why God is this thing happening? Why now? Why is it that is happening to our country? I'm talking about the whole COVID-19 outbreak. A lot of people have been asking questions like, where are you God in this? And I remember also telling some people that this is a tribulation. And when you look into the way it has already been said from the scriptures that we've already read, it is something that is unavoidable. It must happen, for it is a clue that must tell something to us in a certain time or in a certain dispensation. It is something that we cannot avoid. Looking into the word of God, this one, I believe it can be something that we can call eclipses. In the Greek, we are talking about a great heart pressing whereby the enemy is teasing the church at large together with the world. And when you look into the word of God from the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 3, the Bible says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, 
knowing tribulation wicked patience in patience experience and experience hope and hope make it not ashamed because the love of god is shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost which is given to us if we are actually indeed in the days or in the times whereby this prophecy we are talking about the, the the rapture we are talking about the end times if we are in the the days of this prophecy or the last days to be specific especially for the church then ladies and gentlemen i can assure you that if this corona virus outbreak thing passes which is already besieging us and we are actually at sixes and sevens trying to figure things out passes i can tell you that another dimension will also unfold and another also will also unfold and all these kind of dimensions they will be bringing also along them their necessary evil least we forget we are not of this world we are not only born of flesh and blood but we are of spirit and we as the word of god actually classifies us we are those that are called sojourners visitors or in an easy going term i can say that we are like tourists we can be equated to tourists actually we are as the body of christ a nation residing inside another nation in the sense that we are in this world as the body of Christ but we do not belong in this world we do not belong to this world so the prince of this world is justified to bring persecutions which may translate or may actually become uh, 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 too high for us to be and 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 these can 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 go to a magnitude when by they become what we called already tribulations when you look into the word of god from the book of deuteronomy chapter 4 reading verse 30 34 the bible says that when though at in tribulation and all these things are come upon thee even in the latter days if thou turn to the lord thy god and shall be obedient unto his voice for the lord thy god is a merciful god he will forgive us he will forgive us he will not forsake thee neither destroy thee nor forget thee covenant of thy fathers which is all unto them for ask now of the days that are past which were before thee since the day that god created men upon the earth and ask from the one side of heaven unto the other whether there had been any such thing as this great thing is or yet been had like it did ever people hear the voice of god speaking out of the midst of fire as though as had and live 
or had God ascend to God and take him a nation from the midst of another nation by temptations, signs, and by wonders, and by war, and by a mighty hand, and by a straight out arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes. So, what we can see is that the same tribulations that we may pass through, actually, maybe they can be of another nature because the word of God actually calls these ones close to the rapture epilepsis or a great tribulation. This can be compared to the tribulations that the Israelites suffered in Egypt. Remember Abraham, he was told specifically by God that his seed will be held captive in a foreign land in Egypt for a certain period of years. And after that period, they were supposed to be released back into their land. And when you look into how they came out of the captivity of the Egyptians eventually, then you would understand what we are talking about when we say that tribulations, they can help you to interpret the coming forth or the birth or the deliverance of a nation outside of another nation. God actually allowed them to be persecuted and when they cried unto him, then he sent a prophet, Moses, who led them out of that captivity altogether. Now we are serving the same God today, yesterday, and forever. He never changes. And as a church, what we need to understand is what is called the power of a precedence. I'm talking about another dimension of faith that is called president faith because he has done it before for the Israelites he's done it before for another generation this means that he can also do it again in our time at least we forget how he did it because he delivered the Israelites breaking them up from the Egyptian captivity using a mighty hand. He's the same God. So we need to live this kind of faith, especially in this time, in these matters that are actually bedeviling us, the world at large. And we must not forget that God still, and God still reigns in the land of the living and he has the capacity to break us out of the problems that we have. Least some of us may forget all the problems that we have in this material order. There is also a man to play a part. When you look into the problems that the Israelites faced in Egypt, there was a man who was raised in the generation to be evil. We are talking about Pharaoh. So 
in our time, the word of God is already spoken about the Antichrist. It is already given us a clue about the, 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 the Antichrist coming and positioning himself in a place which he must not. So we must not forget that in our generation also, men will arise in that kind of stature, also filling in the gap and also standing for the Antichrist or for the evil man. So in any game of strategy, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter what we are facing. If it is a game of strategy that God is playing or God is allowed to play, then he will always win. Take a game of chess as an example. A pawn or a big piece can be allowed to fall, but with a reason behind, and the reason may be to checkmate the enemy without any clue about what is coming to him. So even in this one, God has already checkmated the devil and he knows how to bring us out of this whole predicament. I'm talking about the God who rides upon the flood. He rode upon the flood in the beginning and he established the foundation of the earth upon it. And as the church, we need to focus more and more on Christ. When you look into the word of God from the book of Exodus chapter 12, reading from verse 1 to 3 and 7 and 12, and 12 the bible says and the lord spoke unto moses and aaron in the land of egypt saying this month shall be unto you the beginning of months it shall be the first month of the year to you speak ye unto all the congregation of israel saying in the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamp according to the house of their fathers, a lamp for an house, and they shall take of the blood and strike it upon the two side posts and upon the upper doorpost of the house, wherein they shall eat it, for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and I will smite of the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt who I execute judgment. I am the Lord. Actually, interestingly, this season that we are in, especially this day, it's a Passover day. It's a day of our deliverance. Remember the lamp we are talking about. Christ Jesus was already crucified, slain on our behalf, and his blood is already on the cross, which means that the blood is already there on our doorposts. So tonight, we want to activate this principle because it's a principle that God had said that this day must be observed and we want to activate the Passover over Africa 
over Europe, over the Americas, over Asia, and into your lands. May the Lord move and overthrow each and every firstborn of your problems, each and every firstborn of your challenges, and this coronavirus it is no exception may the lord overthrow it and may the lord rebuke the devil behind it for we believe in the father we believe in the son and the holy ghost and we activate a mighty move of the speed of the living god may he reign and may he lead captivity captive the same way he did when he was crucified the bible says that he led captivity captive as he resurrected and he gave gifts unto men so may he lead every form of captivity captive and may healing become our gift in this season and in this dispensation for this god that we serve he is our shield he is our refuge so we come up we come before him and we 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 we, we seek him to rise we seek you lord to rise and to shine and to scatter our enemies because your word says that no weapon that is fashioned against us shall prosper now when you look into the blood of the lord jesus christ he is alive and the blood doesn't die it was shed looking into the blood it doesn't die that's why god instructed even from the beginning that when we even slay our beast for meat we must not eat of the blood because life is in the blood so he is alive and when you look blood doesn't die when Cain killed his brother Abel. The Bible says that God told him that he heard the blood of his brother crying for revenge. And this blood that was shed on our behalf, I'm talking about the blood of the Lamb of God. It speaks a better message than the blood of Abel. May he move in our time and may he deal because some of the things and challenges behind us they come also spirits behind them whatever personality at play and whatever spiritual personality behind them i'm talking about the gods of egypt may the living god smite them may the living god scatter them may far be disconfigured because the god we serve is the god who brings forth judgment not only to pharaoh but to the gods of egypt i declare a judgment tonight that begins tonight especially in this whole situation this whole crisis that we are facing may god heal this land may god heal your land in the mighty name of jesus we activate a mighty move for we are in a passover may he pass over our lands and heal us in Jesus mighty name For me Martin Siziva I believe that this segment has been a blessing to you you are free to share this message and spread the kingdom of God 
This episode has been brought to you courtesy of Royal Kingdom Embassy. We are located in three centers in Paris, Free States, South Africa, as well as in two centers in Cape Town, Somerset West, as well as Guguletu. Join us every Sunday for worship. For inquiries, please call plus 277-2866-330. Alternatively, you can email prophet.martins1 at gmail.com. Be empowered to experience kingdom life.